If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Everybody, welcome to Mind Pump. Welcome back. Uh, we're going to do a show today on um, something that the three of us have experienced um, every single year. We've all, we all come from the fitness industry. Um, many, uh, all of us, I think in management positions, right? We've all been mm-hmm. management, upper, upper management positions. So we're recording this. It's close to the end of the year. And, uh, for anybody who's in fitness, uh, the dreaded January comes, Ooh. January comes the new it's year's the resolution. Oh, it's insane. Now from a business standpoint, it's amazing. Um, a gyms, uh, will sell on average, Anywhere between twenty to fifty percent, or maybe even double their normal monthly oh, revenue. Yeah. Oh yeah, easily double. Yeah, dude. Easily just double. because it's January. And you know what I always found that was uh, kind of fascinating is the first week of January sucked. It was mm-hmm. always like December, just yeah. extended into January, and we're all stressed out. It just well, showed you membership. It, well, it just showed you who really, really was signing up. They're yeah, that, they're that lazy. They got a free <laughs> membership. They got. A, they made their New it's Year's the resolution. It's the cardio people, right? dude. It's all the treadmill. They made their New Year's resolution. I'm gonna get back in shape, right? Yeah. And, Every day from the first till about the seventeenth, they're talking themselves finally into it. it took, them, <laughs> took them three weeks to even get in there to get the follow up, and they're like, "Fuck it's I gotta start this." I said it made it my New Year's resolution. I at least gotta get in there and buy no, it. <laughs> I would work in a gym, and my goal would go from like you know, because I ran some pretty big clubs, and so the the goal would be like normally would be like one hundred and eighty, two hundred twenty thousand, and then boom, three hundred thousand dollar goal. And it's like the tenth of January, and I'm like at fifty percent of goal. I start happening. sweating every yeah. every year. Oh god, I remember that. And then. Yeah. And then the rush. Right. Yeah. Then the rush. It's insane. Floods. It's insane. I lived on Speed Stack and Rip Force in January. <laughs> those I mean, were the good old Speed Stack. Oh. Those were the ones that had ephedra in them. Back Forget it. Oh. It was like, crack. That, the real stuff. Right? It was crack. Real yeah. Stuff. It was Damn a, you, Adam, for ever exposing me to the Speed Stack. <laughs> you know, you know, he got everybody. Do you guys on remember the, the ingredients? That's up, bro. I, I, you, you remember know, the ingredients? All the ingredients in a Speed Stack? Like caffeine, ephedra, um, aspirin. The aspirin, aspirin. Was the they did have aspirin. Yes, too. it was the ECA stack. So they put white willow bark, which is herbal aspirin. It's like you know that's they make it sound a little bit better, but it's actually aspirin. You had twenty five milligrams of ephedra alkaloids, yeah, yeah. which is like the FDA's maximum you right, could put in a drink. Right, that's your total RDA right there. We're drinking fucking four by noon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we used to, yeah more willow bark. Yeah, I just pour it out on a table, dry it out collect the powder and inject it directly into my eyeball because it was more effective that way. We really, this is so bad. We used to actually have, uh, you know, you remember these big, the big uh, uh, kickoff of the morning and stuff like that for closeouts. You know? So the middle of the month and the end of the month is always the best time to buy a gym membership. If you guys don't know that typically the end, cause the end is like really the end, yeah. the end. Cause they have the way, all the specials, the way gym memberships for those of you guys that going don't know, out this, of business this is, sale, sale, you, sale, get you guys some little inside info while you're out there. Oh, shopping are you, are you going to, are you going to, are you going to let, let them in? Got to let them in. You let them in and let them know all the secrets. We like them better than we like anybody else because they're the only ones listening to us right now. Yeah. So all three of them. If, yeah, <laughs> if, yeah. So if all if all four of you get a, go to get your memberships this this January, if you don't have them already, mom, you're listening. If right. you go get your membership, listen. To this, this is how this this is how this works. So like Sal was saying, we had goals every single month, and you know uh, that that's as a if you were in management for a fitness club, that's what all the pressure was about. In fact, uh, during I know Sal and my era for sure when we were managing. Um, if you did not hit goal for three months, you're out. You're out and you're into a small... You're oh, de- and we demoted. might as well talk about the company we work for because, I mean, 
It, Can we say that? Can we? Do I mean, it? I mean, we just let people assume. I'll just tell you guys yeah. this: it's it's it was the number one fitness company in the world, the only business that a fitness business that was ever in the billions of dollars, and it yeah. sold the Fortune yeah. But we won't tell you guys the name. Yeah. So <laughs> let you guys figure that out yeah. on on your own. Lots of locations. Open, yeah. <laughs> Open most hours. So, but if, you know what? You know, I, we could pick most, on them all day. Hours. But I, almost, all, I mean, pretty much everybody followed their format as far mm-hmm. as how to, how to structure oh, a, com- com- a compensation plan to to motivate these young young uh, speed stacked out kids that were uh, selling memberships and personal training. So, and absolutely we were all part of this era, um, some good times. But the way a membership, back to what we were talking about, the way it works is you, you've got these goals. So then what happens is, you know, somebody up there, whether it be at the district level or regional level has the authority to basically, you know, drop rates and prices and waive enrollment fees. And they kind of keep that in their back pocket till it gets closer. They want to try and see if they can hit goal by just driving leads and driving new people into the clubs. And if they start to get to a point where it's looking like they're not going to, and this is when I say they're not going to collectively, like as a whole area. So all of San Jose, all 10 of their clubs, if they're all hurting really bad, then somebody up in like the regional area decides, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and roll out this special and we're going to drop the enrollment fee. We're going to waive 50% off the processing fee. And we're going to give you two personal training sessions that are valued at $180 for $99. (laughs) So, and you get all these crazy sales. So if you want the best deal, you want to go at the very, very end of the month, the last day, if there's ever a possibility that they can give you a better, a better, better price or hook you up with a deal, you're not going to ever beat the 31st. That's the, always going to be the yeah, best, and it's, right? You know, it's in, as, as gym members. Now, of course, as guys who worked there and were, you know, making in, our goals were to sell as many memberships as possible and generate revenue. We loved it. But could you imagine? I mean, how did the members, what do you think the members thought about oh, January? My God. They cannot stand all this influx of people that are just like coming in and like, oh. and then this is where all the rules come in where there's like, you know, 15 minutes on the on the treadmill, and then you get lines of people waiting right behind them and getting oh. all pissed off. And oh, it was a nightmare to, to deal with. I used to love this is one of my favorite things. I used to love seeing people fight for parking outside. <laughs> so they'd fight for parking to park closer to, to the closer. Yeah, it's and then they'd come in and then they'd get on the treadmill and walk. I never understood that. I'm like, <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could have walked from the back of the fucking parking lot. What are you doing? Yeah, it never made any sense to me. As you know, it, it's interesting. People don't realize this, but in the fitness industry, especially in that, in, in some of these big uh, money-making fitness, you know, big box gyms, um, the sales process is extensive. As a matter of fact, I've worked with a lot of salespeople. Okay, I've, I've worked with, you know, financial advisors, car salesmen, real estate agents, um, some of the best salespeople, pure salespeople I've ever met in my entire life, sold gym memberships. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. End of story. Done. Well, let's let's be honest. It's very you could personal, be, you could dude. be twenty years old, you didn't have to have a degree, and you could make six figures. Oh yeah. Be, I mean, I bought. I was my, making one hundred twenty grand a year. I was nineteen yeah, years old. Twenty one years old. I bought my house. So, and I I come from anyone that knows me. It came from a very poor family, like food stamp poor. So it wasn't like, uh, you know, I had some uh, money waiting for me when I when I got older. You know, I paid for all any sort of schooling I did, any sort of education. Like it all came out of my own pocket. So. Um, you know, to be able to buy a house at 21 years old it is, you know, we're, and I'm not 60 years old. So that's, <laughs> so, so that, that, that was definitely what was so great about that industry was, you know, if you did have any talent and you had, if you had that work ethic, it definitely 
drew a lot of those people, you know, together. Well, yeah, and let's talk about why those sales those sales guys were so good. I mean, two things. Here's, my, I mean, there's two reasons I think that this, this the guys who sold gym memberships were so good at sales. Uh, number one, you're selling fitness. You're not selling a, a tangible product. Yeah, you know, it's a pretty easy sell. I yeah, mean, if, if you think about it. Well, I mean, it's it's easy, uh, but it's not because what do people leave with when they buy a membership? Nothing. They don't. Yeah. They don't. An idea. They leave with the yeah a, a, a dream. But you yeah. paint that picture for them. Thank you. That's Clearly. the sales aspect. Right. That's right, the right. sales act. Because I would sell one, two, three thousand dollar you know memberships to someone who came in who'd never worked out before and they just spent three thousand dollars. I mean, people don't go to buy electronics and spend three thousand dollars and they walk into a gym. And invest that much money, and then they get buyer's remorse and all that. Well, but. hopefully they use it and they utilize it. But you know, our job. Well, I was mean, to, the electronics. Oh, electronics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Yeah. It's uh, okay. But and then the second thing is the sales process is so fast. So like, if you sell a home, you know, you meet a uh, a prospective client. Uh, how long does it take before you sell them a home? Oh yeah, 30, 45 days at the fastest yeah. possible. Yeah, right? maybe two, three, four months sometimes. Right. Yeah. You meet a customer when they walk into the gym. And they're out the door in an hour with a membership, hopefully. You sold them a membership, which means your sales skills get really good because you practice all the time. You do mm-hmm. 10, 15, 20 tours a day. Right. And so you just hone your skill. And ask any salesperson uh, who's worth their salt, and they'll tell you practice makes perfect, just like with anything else. Oh, so the, absolutely. These guys were, I mean, some it's all hustlers. About reps. And it's amazing. Some of these guys that we worked with, you know, me and Adam have talked about this before too. Um, some of these guys that we worked with back in the day, um, in these gyms who no longer work in the fitness industry, they're like millionaires oh, yeah, doing right. something else. Almost anybody that I knew that if you were making six figures at the gym back then, you're making that well over that right now doing something else. Yeah, just because from you what you learned. Yeah, no, it was. I, I always refer to the company that we work for because a lot of people bash it and hate it, this and that. And I always think of them as a bad parents. That's why I, like, I, got the, I got this love for them because they're my parents. You yeah. know, it's like the first the first real business that taught me business, yeah. you know, and I learned so much from them. Maybe I didn't think it was the right way, like because they did everything the wrong way. And mm-hmm. so I felt like I learned that way. Right. But at the end of the day, I still learned. Right. Mm-hmm. And, they, and, and they still did buy me a house when I was 20, 21 years old. Right. So I always think I refer to them as like my bad parents. Like they're just if I have some of my thing. some of my most fondest memories were from working in that uh, in that in that environment. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. Um, it was amazing. It was hardcore um, for those of us who kind of are natural salespeople. You know, I love to communicate. I like to talk with people. I have a m- huge passion for fitness. So just, I mean, I walked in the doors, and within three months, I was manage. I was a fitness manager uh, of one of the clubs. I was, and I had all these people working for me. It just, it just happened naturally for me. And it was an environment where if you were driven um, and you worked with the right people, you learned. I mean, I was lucky to have some good managers I worked for. Um, it was an amazing, amazing time. That being said, there was some crazy. It was crazy too. There was some crazy shit back then, and we we entered right after all the crazy, crazy stuff used to happen. Like where uh, you know people well, were doing crazy shit in the, the, in the back room. I was still there. I mean, we did some pretty wild stuff. Where I mean, you could you could roll in a keg for for a closeout. You know, there'd be beer that. Was oh really? Drink. Yeah, people were drinking beer and close <laughs> I out. Mean, I missed that wagon. Uh, yeah, that was that was way back. <laughs> right before that, my, that was, it was a little bit before your time, my entry. right? So uh, I remember that. I remember uh, God, I, one of the best closeouts uh, that my buddy and I had. We had this is how it worked. Check this out. So um, it was for closeout, and each person we went and literally spent like five hundred dollars on squirt guns. 
and there was all these different <laughs> sizes, like like the little tiny five hundred dollars on squirt guns. Listen, bro, listen. To this. <laughs> so, and the reason why it's it was an investment. So it's crazy like this, right? So, well, back then we could literally make that right at that night. You know, you can make oh, easily yeah. five hundred bucks yeah. on closeout. Easily, yeah. you yeah. make a couple thousand. Oh, you're if you an idiot good. if you make five thousand. You make more than that. Exactly. Yeah. So, like you know, believe it or not, it sounds like a lot of money, but him and I both as managers split that. Split that wasn't a big deal. So this is how it worked: was all the salespeople, all the staff, whether you were a trainer, sales, front desk, whatever. You, once you re- reach certain numbers, you got your squirt gun. So if you got $500 sold, you got the first little water pistol. And you could squirt anybody who had the same size pistol or, or didn't have one when you had that gun. And so each level, we gave them bigger and bigger guns. So if you were sold like three, four thousand dollars <laughs> that that day in training or in memberships, you had like the fucking super soaker. This is 500. fucking brilliant. Super yeah, I've never heard. Yeah. This is the most no, brilliant yeah. thing I've ever heard of in my oh, life. Yeah, yeah. Is it greater up? Me and my boy did this right. So oh. uh, you know, and I got to give him credit for it for sure because this was his idea. I was just part of it, you know, which was I, I thought was one of the most amazing things we ever did. And so, dude, this is no, like, we were fucking blasting, close out, right? Close out during prime time. I mean, it was. Oh, it's, it's insane. It's I mean, hundreds, hundreds of members came through that uh, day. Hundreds, right? So. Especially in I January. Mean, it got so out of hand, dude. People were dumping buckets of water on each other in the middle of a presentation. Getting <laughs> uh, someone with a big super soaker and somebody was trying to sell something. They had this a little gun. They could get blasted in the face right in the middle of a presentation. Like, with the members. And you sold more memberships. Oh, we sold more. Members loved it. Yeah. It was, it was all great. I mean, no. No one did anything stupid. Like we didn't hurt any members, anything like that. We had all the caution wet signs up to try and cover our last <laughs> liability wise and everything. But what a blast it was. Obviously, this was pre big time HR in our company. So once this company got really huge and HR, oh came yeah, out, then, they it, then, the, then they'd slam the hammer. Oh down. yeah, then all the yeah. fun shit went away like that because all the possibilities of something happening wrong with that. But yeah. let me tell you, that was probably one of the most uh, memorable closeouts I ever had was when we did that. It was Dude, awesome. I got a story, man. I got a story. So <laughs> I started off as a personal trainer, went up to fitness manager. And then in those days, they didn't let the, the fitness people, the people who were trainers, didn't move into management, you know, general manager. You either were sales and you moved up to general manager or you were trainer and you moved up to fitness manager. Well, I wanted to move up to general manager. So they made me a senior sales counselor. I don't know if they had, did they have that position when you were there? Mm-hmm. Okay. So basically senior sales counselor, you run one of the weekend days. So I'm running a weekend day and I'm extremely competitive. Anybody who knows me will tell you I hate to lose and I love to win. So here I am, I'm, I'm, it's a Sunday and I'm competing with all these other clubs for first place, right? So I'm behind, I forgot what club it was. So I was at, I was at I'm not gonna say the name, shit, I almost say the name, but I was at <laughs> you know, $10,000 let's say and the guy ahead of me was at you know, 1150. So I had to sell at least $2,000 to beat them for this weekend contest. Well. It's getting late. It's about 940 something. And I look out into the parking lot and I see a family walking in. And you can always tell if it's a member or if they're coming in to check out the club because they're in street clothes. They don't have a gym bag. And they're walking in and I'm like, okay, this is it. I have to sell. I have to close this deal. So these people come in and they were they were Japanese. So they were, they were from Japan. So they, they spoke broken English. And I give this guy a tour. I sit him down and we start going and we start negotiating back and forth, back and forth. And I'm like, I got to get this, this deal, right? So I'm presenting them a membership, personal training. It comes to $2,000. Finally, the guy stands up and he's like, okay, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to get this. I'm just going to come back tomorrow, which, of course, we all know what that means. Doesn't count. Mm-hmm. He's not coming back, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. So at, during this time, during this month, we had this big contest. So I don't know if you guys remember this, but we would have contests every month. And, one, and the, the way the contest usually worked was if you were a member and you worked out, you got to fill out an entry form. And so the more you worked out, the more entry forms you had filled out. And then there was a prize. Well, this particular month, there was this beautiful, big 
like chrome barbecue that we had in the middle middle of the club. Oh, yeah. And so like if you worked out, you 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 filled out an entry form, you could potentially win this barbecue. So this guy's in my office right now. I'm trying to sell him. He stands up. He's like, no, we're gonna leave. And so I'm like, okay, hold on one second. I'll be right back. So I go out and I get this fucking barbecue from the middle of the gym, and I roll it into the office. And I'm like, if you enroll today. I'll throw in this barbecue. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this is a true story. I'm 18, I'm like 18 years old. You know, I have no idea. What, you know, awesome. There's no rules for me. Like the fuck, I'll give away the barbecue. <laughs> so he buys the membership. I win the contest, right? I'm like the hero. So, you know, but the next day my general manager comes in, my, my buddy Don, I'm not going to say his last name, but you guys know what I'm talking about. Of course. So he's like, oh, good job, Sal. It's your first weekend. You won. You beat everybody, this and that. And he's like, you know, and where's I hear the, where's the barbecue. I hear him talking. <laughs> I hear him talking to the to the to the operation. And he's like, "Where's the barbecue?" And I'm like, I don't know. This is really weird, and they're kind of confused at what's going on. I'm like, I'm not saying shit. Oh shit, you didn't say anything. Well, about four days later, I see the Japanese dude walking in, and he rolls up. He parks his truck outside the front of the gym, and the barbecue's in the back of the fucking truck. He still has it in the truck. And I, no, he brought it back. He's so oh, proud he of it. Like, back. Oh, no, he brought it back. He cancels membership. No, 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 no. Even worse. So this fucker comes in. He's got the barbecue in the back of the truck. He walks up to the front front desk, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm sitting. I'm behind my general manager's at the front desk." So I'm sweating. I'm like, "What's this guy gonna say?" And he goes, "Oh, hi. I joined, and I got the barbecue in my membership, but it doesn't work. It's broken. I need a new one." And my manager's like, "What barbecue?" <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "That one out there." Oh, that was a that was a tough. <laughs> oh god, that was a tough one. I don't know how I didn't get fired. You know, what you just remind me. Couldn't of? get the propane uh, started, huh? You know, you talk about the uh, things that we used to do as far as I guess playing with that gray area, right? So gray area, yeah, right? We'll I jumped it. over the line. Yeah, okay, <laughs> in the early so days. maybe this is over the Maybe Well, I'll the let you guys decide how over the line nice. this is. But something that we used to have also was as managers, we actually back then we used to have a budget of like uh, vendors and things that we can actually, we could give out free memberships to them if they came in and they held booths and they did, oh, yeah. they did trade. We did trade, basically we traded out with them. So what we would do is we would we would trade out with uh, massage clinics and dry cleaning and my boy. We yeah, because you guys got hooked up. <laughs> <laughs> car car wash movie theaters dude i didn't pay for a movie theater for like at least three years of my life i didn't pay for a single movie ticket in my life i got all my dry cleaning done for free i got my car detailed every single week <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. you know what we've oh those massage deals are great <laughs> <laughs> not that we're ever gonna work for these companies again, oh god no, we definitely now we're now. really fucked. yeah yeah we just, they're I, not we gonna just hire us back yeah, i hope i don't go broke because I, I have to go back there and work. i don't that, do that, corporate dude. I, just, I just don't do it that was always my plan b but i guess that's over yeah i guess to bring it back to the original subject we always do this shit right we go <laughs> yeah. way the fuck off course and then well, we're you just started talking about let's man, talk about motivation right yeah, is that like, what the I january mean, the people the, who come in this is january. The hype. that's what we're talking about this is the yeah. hype oh. right now if you come in in january here's the deal this is what's going to keep you motivated okay you're super motivated first of the year you're fat because it's christmas thanksgiving average american gains like five to ten pounds how dare you yeah, I'm not that fat. <laughs> no, I'm P-H-A-T fat. Oh, good. Not normally fat. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So they, they gain weight. They come in. They're motivated to work out. It's January. Everybody's, you know, New Year's resolution. This is what you, this is where people fuck up. You just get started. So what do they do? They work out every day. Oh, yeah. Balls to the wall. Balls to the yeah. wall. You're yeah. going to burn out and you're going to hate it. So this is what you should do. Give yourself a schedule. Find one, two, max three days a week that you're going to put on your schedule and no matter what, you're going to go. If that means you can only do once a week, then fine. Get once a week and commit to that. You know, Monday night or Saturday night or whatever. That's the time I'm going to go to the gym. Step number two, hire a personal trainer. 
And if they're expensive, if you can't, if you don't have the money to afford working with a trainer regularly, then work with them infrequently. Mm-hmm. Train with them once a week or once every two weeks just to follow up. You're so much more likely to show up um, when you have a personal trainer. And then, of course, all the information and the way they're going to train you and teach you, you're so much more likely to stick with it. And we actually had statistics on that, right? People who work with trainers tend to stay something like three times as long mm-hmm. and use the gym twice as much as the average member. Mm-hmm. So uh, those are the two pieces of advice that I could give somebody. Can I, can I say about the personal training? Do not do not be afraid to to spend money on your personal trainer. And what I mean by that, and just so you guys know, I don't private personal training was so this isn't like a plug for myself right here. So, <laughs> okay, I this is I do not do training anymore. I do not do one on ones. But if you go and invest in one on one personal training. Do not go for the cheapest possible deal with a personal trainer because you are better off spending, you know, more money on less sessions with somebody who is experienced, and intelligent, mm-hmm. and will design mm-hmm. you a very good program and educate you in those four hours than some dumbass is going to spend with you for 12 hours for half the price. Yeah, don't waste your time. Yeah. I mean, that's really what it is. Like, how much do you value your time? Like, I know a lot of people get really motivated, so let's not. I mean, let's try and make that as beneficial as we possibly can for you. And just like Adam said, like, unfortunately, just like any other industry you go into where somebody might have a higher price tag, well, they got there. They got there for a reason. And and their experience speaks for itself. Their client list speaks for themselves. Um, there's a lot of day-to-day-to-day-to-day processes that you you do. You have trial and error, you know. There's a lot of things that you experience with clients that you improve on. So it's not it's not to say the beginner right out of college that knows a lot of book smart um, processes and protocols isn't effective and they are effective. But at the same time, like there are a lot of little tiny things that like you just tweak an angle a certain degree. You just, you know, uh, you ask the right questions. You know, you guys are are on the same kind of a level where the communication is a lot better um, which is a huge thing to where you're going to have much better experience and you're going to see results. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, and you're much more likely to be consistent when you work with someone. Well, yeah. you, you said it before, and you know, you, this is something I've heard you say many a times is that, you know, you got to like the person too, you know? So yeah, if you yeah, don't absolutely. hit it off with them, if you, if you can't imagine spending an hour with this person every single week, um, just to hang out, then you're not going to work out with them. Fuck. I mean, let alone hang out where you can actually chill with someone and you're looking at that person. I wouldn't hang out with that person and you're going to work out with them. <laughs> something that you don't enjoy right. anyway. No, they better be someone you enjoy. You know, here's the deal. This is, and you guys, I know you guys will agree with me on this. A half-ass uh, mediocre routine that's done consistently is more effective than an excellent program that's done uh, rarely. Rarely. Do, do not yeah. be that person that, uh, what is it, was it, uh, paralysis by analysis don't spend more time designing your program or focusing on what you're gonna do than just getting your ass in there and doing it's actually funny that you say that because i know you live your life that way so do i (laughs) i don't analyze i don't there's no analysis i just go (laughs) i never paralyze i just fucking i I think i'm gonna do something let's just do it right why don't we plan for it what's that (laughs) i'll figure it out along the way yeah no no organization whatsoever on that one on that end but yeah, working with a trainer, you know, I can't tell you how many times, Justin, I'm sure you've had this happen to you too as well. I can't tell you how many clients hire me initially and they're like, okay, I just want to do, you know, 10 sessions just to get me ready for, and then they're with me for eight years. Yeah. And they're, and they're there. Okay, and, well, can I stop you? 12, the, 14 years. You're like, whoa. Dude, yeah. how about this? What Look you just said time. too. Do not be that person who goes in and tells your fucking trainer what you need. 
Okay. If you've got a good trainer, his job is to assess you and help you figure out what you need. Because if you have to hire a trainer, which most people I believe do and should, he and if he's good, he's going to be able to assess you and help you tell you what you, what you need over what you want. Of course, we mm-hmm. all want a flat stomach and ripped abs and biceps and chest and mm-hmm. all these things. Well, of course, we all want to look at the cover of a magazine. Yeah. But let him educate you on your body, your overall health, and that because it's more about that. Because you know what? Like getting your whipping yourself into shape, like you can do that on your own. If you just want to get lose a bunch of weight, stop eating so much damn food and move your ass 10 <laughs> times more. <laughs> You're eating too much. You don't need a trainer for that. But yeah. if you want someone who's going to teach you about your body, what's going on with it, how to move properly, how to how to live a healthier, better life, in addition to that, control your metabolism and actually do whatever it is you want to do, whether it be build muscle, lose fat, jump higher, run faster. That's what you want. You want a trainer who's going to be able to educate you and teach you on that. So, Well, here's some other tips, too. Uh, time of day to work out in a gym. Um, it's going to be packed Very good one. after work. Mm-hmm. So between prime time, we used to call prime time uh, at the gym between 4 and 8 or 9, right? So it's going to be in right around 5, 6 o'clock. It's a fucking zoo in the gym, especially in January. I mean, literally, some of the big clubs I've run, you had to walk sideways through certain areas. Oh, yeah. Like it was a nightclub. Crazy. Mm-hmm. So lines to get on a treadmill. Yeah, that and, was always my favorite too. Yeah, getting People in line would sit and wait for thirty minutes to get on a treadmill. To get on a treadmill to run on a treadmill for thirty yeah. minutes. There's so many that. things you could do in there. Just get on something else. Place at that they point, would just right? stand yeah. there and with their arms <laughs> folded. And don't you remember as a manager too? We used to have a twenty minute limit, so we had to yeah. constantly be ma- yep. managing that because there'd be people that'd be just waiting and waiting and waiting. You know what's funny? We used to say some bullshit line, and they told us to say this. And at the time, I, I had no, I actually didn't know any better. But we, they used to be like. Like, how come it's only 20 minutes? Because that's the that's the fat burning zone. Any longer than that, you burn muscle. <laughs> that's not true. But they told us to say that and I actually believed it. Can you believe that? If you go longer than 20 minutes, you'll burn muscle. So that's why we do the max. No, we do 20 minute max because there's too many people using cardio. That's the truth. That's but they also, science. Yeah, and but so they also, if you're gonna go when it's super packed, uh, unless you're one of those people that likes to work out with shitloads of people around you, it's probably not a good idea to go after work. And statistically, they show that people who wake up and go to work work out before they go to work or more likely to be consistent longer. Mm-hmm. And if you go at 6 a.m., it's 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 a semi-busy time, but it's not even close to the 6 p.m. Oh, yeah. No, so, and so if you set that on your schedule, like I am going to go to the damn gym at 6 a.m. on Mondays or Tuesdays or whatever, you set your day and you go before work, you're far more likely to be consistent. So I recommend trying that at least in the beginning and let's just be like completely honest like it is all about consistency frequency like it i mean like sure you guys you know we're talking a little bit about like um having the right proper techniques and and getting involved with the right trainer and everything but really it's you know get your ass in the gym and then keep going and keep going and keep going like mm-hmm. as much as you can if that's you know what's going to do it if if, if you're not self-motivated at your house and you have your own tools and, and all this other stuff. But I mean, if you're trying to get all shape, you know, rapidly for the new year, like let's be honest, it's probably, you know, the gym is oh, it's a huge drop off by the time. What March, April comes around. It's back to normal. Yeah. Oh, Everybody right. drops off, uh, uh, their, you know, their memberships. What are some alternatives? You know, what are some alternatives to going to these big gyms? If you want to get in shape in January, let's say. Well, I mean, I think, 
I think a lot of gosh the direction Boot I camps, think classes well, and- where you see all of us where we've kind of evolved to is now I mean gosh your your phone is so powerful mm-hmm. and there's so much great information that you can get out there for really cheap reasonable prices I mean uh, all of our ebooks are less than what it would cost to even spend an hour with us which mm-hmm. is a hell of a lot more than an hour of our knowledge so when you think of things like that you can download information you can read it you can educate yourself on it and a lot of the stuff you can apply. Shit, we're working on a game right now yeah. that you can actually play a fitness game and it can be outside the gym and not even inside of a gym. And it's designed to progress you through just like you, you would through your whole phases of working out and we would personal train you, but you, it's mindless for you. You just got to click it on and, and, and read just, follow just it. go and follow yeah. it. Yeah. So, I, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, we're not the first ones to invent something exactly like that. There's a lot of different tools that exist that I think people can actually... Do, do a little bit of homework and research. I yeah. mean, it's, it's, it's really, I think, I feel like everything is so, I mean, I, hang in, follow all of us. You know, there's between all of us, you can click on a link or and start reading and you'll, you'll find a lot of good information between YouTube videos and eBooks and things that we've already written and all the Are stuff you, that we have coming. Well, you know? let's, yeah. you know, I'm thinking right now too, maybe, I don't know if we're, how are we doing on time, Doug? Because I'd like to go over um, maybe the different uh, gyms and what to expect. Right, like, mm-hmm. like, because there might be some people right now that are kind it's of first timers. There's a very, very different demographics at all of them. Right, so, so, so you have your, um, like, your 24 hour fitness, okay, uh, which I'd put up there with like a Bally's or maybe those type of clubs, right? Mm-hmm. Those are more LA your, Fitness, LA or, Fitness, more of your general big box gyms, thirty to fifty thousand square feet, yeah, you know. twenty to thirty. 50, the actual 000. like. Person coming in that knows anything about fitness is probably a lot lower. Right. So you're going to get a lot of first timers. Those are the ones that do the big, big, big sales in January. Mm -hmm. Um, They tend to have more amenities like uh, swimming pools, um, basketball courts, basketball courts, that kind of stuff. Uh, their weight rooms are sufficient, yeah, but so they're not commercial. There'll be commercials yeah. on the radios. Yeah. To, yeah, now, yeah. The, what are the what are the pluses? Well, if you join at Twenty Four Fitness, they have lots of locations. They're open twenty four hours. You know, yada yada yada, that type of thing. If you're more serious uh, minded in terms of resistance training, or if you just want no frills, uh, I'd say Golds. Oh yeah, definitely. Golds mm-hmm. is probably your deal, right? You Golds walk are, in or Worlds. Does Worlds even exist anymore? I wish they did around here. There I was one in Worlds. Yeah, in yeah. Santa Cruz. But it, you basically you go in, they have weights and cardio. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. no swimming pool, there's no basketball, but they have lots of weights right. and a decent amount of cardio. Yep. And some serious people. And then you have your clubs uh, like uh, Crunch, Crunch right. Fitness, which is um, excellent for classes. They're really known for their classes. That's exactly what they're known mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. So they'll do things like um, acrobatic um, you know, yoga or you know, they'll have a live DJ in there spinning music. Uh, or Zumba style classes, but they're not the generic kind of cookie cutter. They're, they have the actual salsa dance. The spin dancers. with like techno and all kinds. Yeah. Of so stuff. if you're like yeah. really into like um, you know group classes, I'd say Crunch might be a good option right. type of deal. And then you have your upper kind of crust gyms where um, they're a little nicer. Right, like your silver, your country clubs, country right. club type gyms, and you're going to get a little bit of a nicer. Uh, cleaner the ones of, you don't want to deadlift or <laughs> do yeah. if you drop a weight the whole yeah. gym turns around and stares and then you, you have and then you have gyms like planet fitness where if you go into planet fitness don't subscribe to my fucking channel unless you ever get <laughs> right. i hate that gym unfollow us <laughs> unfollow right us planet fitness that, is, that is definitely probably yeah that, I, you know I, I think we could bash almost every gym and pick them apart but that's the one where i don't even they don't even deserve we just don't know we're gonna do it. a separate show on that, on that, on that gym, Just we have to them. talk about oh, that. God. Yeah. We could, yeah. And then you have your small facilities, your small studios, where you know they're, they're specialized in personal training or they specialize in yoga or Pilates. Those places 
have great retention rates. They, they have the best retention rates. The smaller and more private a facility is with more with less members but more instructors, mm. you're more likely to stick around. It's going to be more expensive, mm-hmm. but you're far more likely to stick around. So if you have a, even a semi- when people feel over-serviced and, and yeah. the, they get the value of that. Well, yeah. what's, what's really ironic about that is that it is the smaller boxes and they have such little traffic in comparison to a 24-hour fitness of ballets or any of those big commercial type gyms because everyone's flocking to that thing. That's what's best for them. But I mean, just like we talked about earlier, where you're going to find a trainer who charges you know in the mm-hmm. upper echelon like ourselves 100 150 dollars an hour you know yeah that's really expensive but it's it's also because he yeah. knows he's that good yeah and, and, and also can, we're, we're also in an area where by the way because you know adam's quoting these rates and yes we do charge you know i charge 150 a session for my single session part of that's because i think i'm worth it and part of that's also because of the location i'm in you know we are in the bay area we're located mm-hmm. here in, mm-hmm. in silicon valley yeah so if you're hiring an excellent trainer in mobile alabama <laughs> He's probably not going to charge 150. He might be like, you know, 80 or yeah. something like that. <laughs> yeah, so also, of course, so I don't want to freak everybody out because people are like, oh, my God, you know, if you're living over there and you're like 150 bucks, that's my <laughs> rent. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump. <laughs>